0: Black lives matter. I just wanted to establish that before anything else. Black lives matter. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, slum. Uh, this is episode two of the Go with the Flow epi- um, the Go with the Flow series. And, um, yeah. Uh, For anyone who hasn't listened to the previous episode, it's still up. And it's going to be up for the rest of today on my Instagram bio for, like, the link. And, um... Yeah, so, obviously, the whole world by now has been, um... awakened or shook by current events that have been uh, developing in the united states of america i mean most times anything that happens there is um you know the media really does push it for the whole world to be aware of it and it's kind of hard to even escape detailings of it and this time it's kind of like it's kind of like uh instilled some courage in all of us to speak up and uh it's a topic for today you know speaking up and having some empathy for those who are might be far away from us but they are you know connected to us somehow you know, black people and as all people we are connected in somewhat way and that's why you know we can all relate when we say Black Lives Matter, because when something is wrong, you know things have to be rectified and fixed. Um. Thank you so much for those who have already uh, subscribed and uh, and all the feedback from episode one. I really do um, appreciate all of that. That was uh, it was actually really. Surprisingly, it was very successful, and I hope that the series continues to be uh, successful, of course. And I uh, hope we just go with the flow together. Uh, George Floyd's story. He was basically, obviously everyone by now knows what happened. He was uh, put into asphyxiation by uh, law enforcement and sadly he you know he died and uh, at the age of 46 years old on may 25th he, he died and uh that's that's like very unfortunate it's very fucked up how it happened and it kind of you know it watching that video it it was it was so hard watching that video because I couldn't imagine the man's last few minutes, you know, what was going through his mind, you know. Because, like, as much as, um, you know, he was speaking out, you know, know, the very much quoted statement, I can't breathe, he kept saying it. He called out for his mom and, like, he even, at some point, was just like... Oh, man, like he was like struggling for air, and, and the only thing the police officers could say to him was "shut up." And like people were yelling and stuff. And it, at that moment, I was just thinking about how how like trapped you could feel, and like you know, when he, I'm I'm sure waking up that morning, he probably didn't even think that that's how his day was gonna. You know, and instead of like making me think how life itself we can't really take it for granted so yeah and it also had me thinking about like how everyone has been going back and forth about how you know the Black Lives Matter movement is it um, obviously it is uh, a legit issue it is you know racism we we where i grew up i didn't go through any racism but in francis town i've never really had any issues of that sort but i can imagine what that could feel like because discrimination is something that we we can at least relate on bullying in general at that level at least so um No, this not this had to have been what I think the straw that broke the mule's back, because even with like the Brianna Taylor story, it it like it made me realize how how trapped a minority can feel. Growing up in a in a country whereby I am the majority, it must be quite difficult for an African American to be. Uh, to grow up in a place where they are not... Uh, where they live life just wondering... Um, not wondering as such, but paranoid. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to uh, talk out of line as if, like, I understand. I don't think I'll ever understand, but I can try. And uh, the Brianna Taylor story, it's like... it's even crazy, because, like, apparently it was eight bullets that had entered her through of three police officers who had received a no-knock permit, which means that they, they could just enter the room around 3am and just, like, uh, they were given the right to enter the room, and that allowed them to also um, kill her. Well, not allowed them, as in, like, gave them the opportunity, because they were searching for drugs in her room in her apartment actually and the three men were not punished they were not punished and there were no drugs so it's kind of like how? what type of law system works like that a pretty unjustified one but I could never like all I can say is I can, I can try to empathize with them so, uh, today's, uh, other side topic I was trying to, like, uh, explore on is my experience with, uh, color. <laughs> um, at least my, uh, because I've been hearing lots of, uh, statements from people who are trying to, uh, you know, white people or people who are not black, you know, who are trying to alleviate the situation or at least, uh defend themselves by saying things like uh, we do not see color i don't see color so i can't really you know all lives matter and i mean regardless yes all lives matter so that obviously means black lives matter right now that is the case and point and the problem and it's a very controversial topic and I, i don't know if like i'm i think i'm allowed to talk about it but um. Yeah so For someone to say I don't see colour I think it's, it's kind of ignorant It's not the smartest thing to say As much as the intention is to be like I don't allow The intention might be to be like I don't allow the appearance of someone To uh, Change how I treat them Or determine how much I uh, accept them In my uh, space or whatever But the way I see it is that first thing, when we look at someone, the first thing that registers is their age. We try to make out their age. We try to make out their um, their sex, which is very, um, well, not as obvious as you'd think. But, you know, we try to make out what gender they are. We try to make out, um, you know, certain characteristics of them and it doesn't really you know and it doesn't really have to be a bad thing it's just naturally what the mind does we try to understand as much as we can so for someone to say I don't see color that's like ignorant because we do see color what we we need to do is accept people regardless of their color and and we're brought we were brought here on this planet, this earth, you know, different. You know, God made us all different. We're all different in some way. And the differences that we have, we're meant to appreciate idealistically, we we are meant to appreciate these differences between us all. That's uh that's that's obvious. Like you see somebody who looks different from you, grew up different from you, all you really need to know is just to, like, understand how they grew up. And it gives you a sense of appreciation of your life situation and also theirs as well. That's the, that's the beauty of appreciation, actually. So, yeah. So, my experience with not seeing color. Here's why I know, like, it's it's rubbish because um as you can see in the picture the cover for today's podcast i grew up with uh that man that i'm embracing there he is my dad he's my stepdad uh if you listen to episode one you know that um i had mentioned the void that i had growing up because i didn't know my real dad and that was because um I knew he wasn't there because there was him in place, Um, my stepdad, who I love, regardless of anything else. Like, he has proven to me what a real man can do for the people he loves. So, um, what I can say with my experience in that is that, you see, um, I was five years old and was I five? Yeah, I think I was five. (laughs) Not five six. It was my first day of uh, primary school, and uh, we're walking through uh, to to my class. Yes, to my class. And then, you see, my dad. My dad's always been so nosy and just extra, because like he's just <laughs> he just cares a bit too much. So he walked into the class with me, and then I had to sit down. And so at the time for me. Unbeknownst, like I didn't register what was, you know, happening as we walked in there. All I registered was it's My first day of school, man. I let, let's let's see what what it is. How does this work? And then you know, I'm in that classroom. I sit down with uh, a couple of new classmates. You know, standard one. So you know, there's not really much to think about, really. I mean, it's just, I'm a kid. I feel like as kids we didn't really have much anxiety of social interaction and stuff so I sat down and this one kid <laughs> comes up to me and is like dude who's that guy and I'm like um it's my dad bro <laughs> what are you trying to say man <laughs> well, not exactly in that wording and um he's like why does he look like that and I'm like What do you mean why does he look like that and why do you look like this and at that moment that was when like for the first time ever it struck me that hey he looks different from me i don't i think that was like a shift because i literally grew up I don't even remember the moment when he came into my life. But, you know, like in terms of memory of him just appearing, you know, after he married my mom or something like that. Let me not, like, act like, uh... It was, um... In that moment, I kind of started recognizing and it created, you know, like... A thought process in me of now thinking about race that was when it started for me because he's Bengali by the way he's Bengali from Bangladesh born and raised and he's a brown man but not like a uh, dark brown like you know he's like you know if you know Salman Khan or like Shahruh Khan you can google them they're very famous Bollywood actors yeah he's of that skin tone not too dark not too You know, light, light, skin tone. Because these things, even, you know, for those who are, yeah, nah. So if you didn't know, yeah, they also have different skin skin tones, Indians. So um, I mean Asian people, not Indians, Bengalis, Indians, Pakistanis. I'm trying to be as politically correct as possible. I don't want to get lynched. I don't want to smoke. I ain't racist. So, uh, because of that, that's where I realized we do see color. It starts off at a young age, but I think racism, it's something of an entire, it's an entirely different monster. Now, that's when you see color and you discriminate. So, for me, I never discriminated my dad or my cousins or anything, but what really made me uncomfortable was the way people would look at him and i that pairing that this is an indian man raising an african melanated overdrive black kid you know what i mean i was dark man i'm dark it's like i'm I'm, I'm dark man so (laughs) and um it made me kind of distant over time because it, it really like made me uncomfortable growing up because people would always look at that and they would make it more than it had to be. They would, um, you know, just the staring itself as we'd go shopping. So, you know, it would it make me uncomfortable. So growing up, it caused some distance like I would, I'd walk a bit faster than him or a bit slower just so it didn't look like I was with him. If his friends stopped to say hi to him, I would like just distance myself, not to even say hi back. I don't know why I did it because it was such an I was such a kid and was so immature. And I think I think uh, if I could go back, I'd just like smack myself and be like, dude, that's like it's your dad bro regardless of what he looks like he is the best man in your life right now still is actually so um we do see color and you know we see color so much that it's it um it shouldn't matter but it does at the same time. It matters for us to acknowledge our differences because if we don't, that's part of the problem. We are trying to have a blind eye towards that. Oh, yeah, that's my friend, that guy. Yeah, he's white. He's my friend. But now, if you act like he's not, if you act like he, it creates an indifference within ourselves and uh, it's the same thing as respecting people of different religions you know what I mean you tolerate or let me not say tolerate in this context but you you appreciate the differences between you and you respect that and you don't try and impose any um, of your beliefs onto them and I feel like with this this can be something like with the rioting and the movement in um which has started off in minneapolis and now it's like apparently grown the movement has um manifested in different areas of america i feel like our fellow botswana can learn from this like can learn from standing up and treating each other like one of our own because like you know for example, um, a recent development I've seen was uh, this video on YouTube of Lincoln Eberhart. Hart. It was quite race. It was quite xenophobic, not racist. It was towards um, Zimbabweans, and it was, it was it was Zimbabweans, and it was very apathetic. He literally said, um, um, "If Zimbabweans feel they're ill-treated, then they can't just go go back to wherever they came from." And hearing that made me realize how, how, how like some people can really think in such um, inconsiderate way, ways. Cause like, if somebody comes to you with a problem, you don't invalidate them by saying, no, all lives matter, not black lives. That is, regardless of which context you're coming from, definitely, you know as i've seen the numbers the statistics they are white people who also go through police brutality however um it doesn't i haven't seen any cases whereby or any reports of cases whereby there was a man who was killed over counterfeit money you know what i mean i haven't seen that i haven't heard of that i researched on this We need to care for each other. And just like that, I think uh, I'm done.